Good evening, Milwaukee, ladies and gentlemen around the world. Welcome to another edition of WMSE's Local Live. Coming to you live from the WMSC downtown studios in Milwaukee. My name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron, as always. How are you tonight? I'm fine, Cal. Fine and dandy. Um, you look... He, Cal's a little bush today. But I'm a little little sleepy, but pulling through. But he's pulling through. I think, I think he'll be okay. We're both kind of joggled, but we're hoping that our guests tonight will help help jostle our uh, collective brains here. We've got the Holman in the studio tonight. And first heard about the Holman uh, by way of like picking up knowledge like the Milwaukee music scene kind of gloms on one band to another. And I remember seeing Aluminum Nadi many, many times and the Mighty Deerlick over the years. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, a nice pleasant surprise to know that uh, the members of the Hellman were members of those bands as well. And there was a nice band camp link in all most of our inboxes here in Milwaukee um, via the Milwaukee Record talking about their uh, release. Um, what was it, back in April? But uh, apparently this band has been chugging along since 2008, they say. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. They just kind of came out of nowhere and have this like more produced, polished sound, and they're playing tons of shows, and Holman are, are taking action. Yeah, like you say, I hadn't uh, heard of them until the Milwaukee Record piece either, but of course, uh, you know, they're, they're, past, they're members that have been in other bands, of course, uh, Mark Bierman, as you mentioned, and... And uh, John Wythe, is that how you pronounce that? I should have asked him that beforehand. And then, uh, of course, we've got Jason Gedemy on bass and bass guitar and vocals. And uh, yeah, they've been around since 2008. They uh, their debut EP, I believe, is "Here Come the Holmen," which came out in 2010. And uh, you know, those are that one and and the ones that came after, sort of uh, very lo-fi recordings, um, almost like a demo quality to them. But um, this new one, Expensive Taste, is a uh, you know, much more polished effort in terms of the recording quality. And, uh, but still, you know, just that straight-up garage rock sound that uh, I think they're, they've come to be known for. So you've got the, uh, the list of uh, a lot of different bands here that uh, you, know, you could pick out a lot of influences. I know they mentioned The Cramps and... Uh, what was the other one that they mentioned? Stooges, maybe on their uh, on their website, but uh, yeah, I hear like they they say that bands that they like are like Big Black and TV Ghost and the Black Angels, Murder City Devils. I hear a lot, a lot of Big Black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like not yeah, not quite so electronic, if that makes sense. Um, I I don't know. It just it's a nice crunchy sleazy sound, like they like to call it. Um, I don't know. I know for a fact they like the John Spencer Blues Explosion, so I hear a little bit of that in there too. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. They like they like the crunch and the fuzz and the sleaze. Yeah, and uh, you got to have that in your rock and roll scene. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna have them uh, play live in the studio as we do every week. But first, we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor, The Garage, and we will be right back with some live music. Stay tuned.
WMSE's Local Live is brought to you by The Garage, off Brady Street, next to the Hi-Hat Lounge. The Garage carries over 70 beers and features a menu of burger creations, wings, house-made sandwiches, and appetizers. The Garage hosts an extensive outdoor patio, is open daily at 11 a.m., and offers weekend brunch at 10 a.m. Information at garageonbrady.com. All right, and with that, we're going to turn it over to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen, the Holman. Good evening, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Algonquin for the good land. We are the Holman. We're going to bring it.
Get more Milwaukee-made music on WMSE's local Lunchbox every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. when WMSE Midday hosts spin a handful of local music from newly released albums to some of their old favorites. Then tune in for the Boogie Bang Gang's Milltown Thang every Saturday at 1 p.m. featuring the best Milwaukee R&B, rap, and hip-hop. WMSE, providing you the best in local music daily at 1 p.m. Local Lunchbox on WMSE is supported by Outpost Natural Foods. Check, one, two. Hi, this is Sebastian from Death From Above 1979, and you're listening to 91.7 FM, WMSE Milwaukee. Whimsy. This is Tom, host of Mondo Radio, Wednesday mornings from 3 to 6 a.m., where we take an in-depth look at a different kind of music every week and always make time for some interesting detours. So join me live on the air or listen from the archives at WMSE.org. What's up? My name is Mickey. I'm a wax addict. My name's Sam. I'm a wax addict. Uh, what we do is, at the top of the hour, we like playing a side of a vinyl. We are vinyl lovers, uh, as indicated in our name, Wax Addicts. We like listening to the album the way um, you would do when you take the album home from the record store. Just play a side time and see what you like. We play everything, just as long as it's on vinyl. Um, we love being WMSC DJs because it gives us opportunities to hang out um, in the community. Um, we like volunteering, also DJing some great events that WMC holds throughout the year. It's great opportunities. It gives us great access to amazing local music. Again, this is the Wax Addicts. We're on Monday mornings from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Only on WMSC. All right, we're back in the studio with the Holmen. Welcome, Holmen. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> can you guys uh, go around and uh, tell people your names uh, so they can put a voice to the to the name? Mark Bierman. And her instrument. <laughs> guitar, vocals. Jason Gadamy, bass, guitar, and more vocals. My name is John. I'm the drummer. No vocals. No vocals. No vocals. Thank God. So, of course, we have to ask, are you enjoying the new chairs? They are awesome. Nice swivel. I'm never leaving. <laughs> excellent, excellent. That's how um, we get them in here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really how we lure bands, the chairs. Uh, you guys have all played in various Milwaukee bands throughout the years. Uh, can you name all of the bands you've played in the city? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> a, it could be a challenge. Uh, I've been in this band, Aluminum Nati, for 15 years. Um, that's probably my longest project. I, my friend Marty Defadi, Mr. MKE Punk himself, will understand this reference. I did a one-off gig. I was a member of a Racine noise rock outfit called Los Diablos Blancos. I was a recruit for one gig, so technically I was a Blanco for one night. But uh, Los Diablos Blancos, Aluminum Nati, uh, this project, The Squish, um, it's actually coming back to life. And then the Hallman. All right. This is John. <laughs> I'm in the Mighty Derelict. I'm in the Salford Lads Club, which is a Smith's Morrissey tribute band. Um, you probably see me playing with Trolley pretty soon. Oh. I was in a band called Stall for a really long time. And that's all I can think of. And I've actually never been in a band until the Hallman. I actually learned how to play bass while playing with these guys. Wow. Good job. <laughs> That's great. So it's since 2008, right? 
That sounds about right. Yeah. So how did this whole project mm-hmm. come together then? I had been writing some songs because for a long time I've just been like a guitar player. Um, and actually a long, in 2002, uh, I had two projects, the Squish and Illuminati going at the same time. And I booked a show at Quarters and neither band could do it. I'm like, but I'm not canceling the show. So I had a friend of mine fill in on drums and we jokingly called ourselves the Beer Stripes because my last name is Beerman. But um, <laughs> a couple of those songs actually that I did solo and I did covers too because I wasn't that talented, still I'm not. Uh, those Some of those songs eventually became Holman songs. Um, and then, you know, in, in 2008, I called up Jason like, hey man, let's, let's start getting this together. You know, the, the time was right to breathe a little life into some other ideas yeah. So, and that's the story of the Holman. I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point that out. All right. Only one year for me. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. That's cool. Um, so we were pondering where you got got the name from, of course, because we know that a hull is part of a boat, right? Um, our only other guess is a soccer reference because there's a, a team <laughs> called the Holman, I guess. Really. Where, where does this come from? Tell us. I think it was um, a person that hung out outside of the warehouse that you worked down on the third ward. And uh, Mark named him the Hull Man because he just kind of looked like an empty shell of a man, like a dark, kind of <laughs> lonely wanderer. And that's kind of where the name came from. And actually, we originally were going to call ourselves Stifle, but that sounded too much like a hardcore straight edge band. <laughs> so for lack that's of true. something better to call it, I'm like, why don't we just call ourselves the Hull Man? And it just sort of stuck. Is he your like official mascot then? <laughs> he he was because a lot of people in the third who worked in the third ward would recognize him because he has he's exactly as Jason described him except for he'd be like staring at these buildings and like talking to himself. So like you know people would ask me where is it where the name come from just as Jason said like oh I know that guy I've seen that guy around so he'll be like the next Milverine. <laughs> the original, not as, self, not as self promoting though probably yeah probably Mad love for Milverine though. Yeah. <laughs> So you still see him around every once in a while? Or? I actually haven't seen him in probably like two years. And he was an older guy, so maybe hopefully he's still with us. I don't know. So the project kind of came about as like a solo thing for you originally, at least the, some of the, the genesis of some of the songs. I um, would say um, like one of the songs, we're not doing it tonight. It's on a couple of EPs ago. That's like a 13-year-old song already. Um, and... So I just had these riffs. You have riffs laying around for a while, and then Jason would bring in riffs too. So I'm just like, well, let's put it together. <laughs> Do you feel like your uh, songwriting process or your style has, has changed since it became like a working unit? I think so. I mean, it kind of went from him bringing his solo songs to us to we all kind of write together. Um, Mark writes lyrics. I write lyrics. You know, it pretty much it's a democracy. Like if somebody has an idea we'll just kind of go with it. And there's not one person that has like the final say. So, I mean, it's, we all get along. Like, I think we all kind of bounce ideas off of each other pretty well. Okay. Good. (laughs) You guys all look agreeable. (laughs) That's good. Um, So, uh, you know, Milwaukee record called your music. No nonsense. Would you agree with that notion? Do you, I think you guys have a little bit of nonsense in you, but it it is a a very nonsense. Are you? Do you take this like you know? This is your like serious band or whatever. 
I mean, well, we're serious about the band and our performances, but mm -hmm. we like to have fun. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> to quote, you know, John Spencer, one of my idols, he said, you know, rock and roll is meant to be goofy, stupid music. People embarrass themselves. They get sweaty, you know. I'm paraphrasing him, but it was something to that effect. I think we're serious about playing shows and having a good time. We we all have day jobs. I mean, I think, um, and that was very kind words from Matt Wild, by the way. Thanks again, Matt. Um, I think maybe the no nonsense is because it's kind of a stripped down. Kind of, there's only three of us. I mean, you know, you're only, you're gonna get this, and that's it. So that's totally fair. <laughs> Your tape machine. And there's no embellishing on the recordings. We pretty much just do it live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Even on the new one? The new one we multi-tracked a little bit, but for the most part, I mean, we all started with a live recording. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. cool. Well, the first uh, the first song, uh, Beware the White Van, which you guys actually played in that last set. Uh, have you guys had uh, scary white van experiences in Milwaukee or, or elsewhere that this <laughs> stems from? In Milwaukee, yeah. <laughs> this is a long time ago. I I was uh, walking home very intoxicated from a local bar that will go unnamed <laughs> on the east side, um, and there was a white van that was trailing me. And, you know, in my haze, I'm like, hey, what's going on here, you know? Um, and so it just became material, you know, for a couple of years later, I, I wrote about it. But it's like, what would they want out of me? I don't <laughs> have a lot of money. I mean, you know, so. So you never found out. I, know, I didn't want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody jumped out and uh, abducted you. It was just uh, kind of all in your head. In my very, at the time, very uh, chemically, uh, you know, impaired head, probably. <laughs> um, We've all got pretty vivid imaginations. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's essential to be in a band. You have to write, at least to write songs. Yeah. So just a warning to everyone. Just beware the white van in general. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> did it have windows at least um actually from like i said this is pretty hazy but i think the windows were tainted tinted <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah figures so memory is tainted my memory is tainted <laughs> oh man that seems like us an intense night <laughs> yeah. well okay so going backtracking talking about marty um your record was produced by Tron Jovi so <laughs> you know that's what it says on the band camp so you know for people who are wondering we want a little background on this Tron Jovi character um well Marty's been a good friend of mine for god almost 20 years and he did a lot of recording I think the last like three or four demos that we did we all recorded at his house and just for the sake of not having the same name for everything he just kind of threw the Tron Jovi thing on there <laughs> which eventually became his uh solo electronic project that he's been doing so it's been kind of like a nickname that just kind of stuck, and now he's putting out music under that name. But, uh, yeah, he recorded it. He produced it. Um, Justin Perkins mastered it. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. But, yeah, no, he had a really, really big part in um, how the new record sounds. Yeah, and you, so. you guys went uh, into the studio. It says three sessions. It took, like, in the span of about a week. About that. It's pretty good. Hard work and machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So did you feel like there was an intentional, like you wanted a more polished sound for this record compared to the the previous ones? Mostly because we actually spent the money to put it out on vinyl, and we all kind of agreed that, you know, if we're going to spend that kind of money and put it out ourselves, then it, we wanted it to sound as 
good as it possibly could. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably like the most polished, nice recording we've ever done. So. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're in the in the studio and you know you want to get your signature sleazy sound, what what kind of effects or what kind of gear do you use to get that kind of uh, a little bit of crunchy reverb or whatever you're working with? Well, recording with Marty. I mean, Marty's uh, he's just got a small like armory of you know bass and guitar amps, and you know me being me, I bring in my middle 80s solid state PV amplifier like this is my sound um <laughs> and it's just it's something I've always stuck to and this goes back to me personally like being in a band like Aluminum Not I having to drive two hours in the cold to play shows in winter tube amps the tubes are gonna blow up you know so you got your solid state sound you can make it sound like a tube amp without it being actually a tube amp and it's just something that out of necessity but you can also get like really nice tones out of it. And I, I guess for me, my sound has always just been like a smaller solid state amp. Um, well, mic'd. I mean, I, I don't personally use a lot of pedals. You're starting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean with the bass sound, all I really use is like um, a Sansent pedal. And then sometimes I have an overdrive, but for the most part, um, I just usually turn the uh, treble and the overdrive up as high as they'll go and kind of go from there. <laughs> That's where the sleazy sound comes from, right? Sort sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not bad for just learning bass for this band. That's It's an easy instrument. <laughs> <laughs> so what other uh, kind of sleazy sounding bands did you guys listen to over the years? I know you've mentioned John Spencer, obviously. He's kind of a a king of sleaze with with all of his various projects but uh Some what else comes to the mind? projects probably shouldn't be named over the yeah air. exactly yeah. <laughs> and thank you for realizing that <laughs> sure. we, re- we appreciate that <laughs> i listen to folk pop i have nothing <laughs> oh that can get pretty sleazy i hear yeah. <laughs> double entendre yeah in your perspective i guess well, I mean, stuff that's kind of like lower fi, like rock and roll. Um, uh, well, the Cheater Slicks, that they're, you know, great guys. I actually stayed at their house on a little mini tour a couple years ago. Um, obviously, early cramps, specific cramps, though, because the cramps, like, span such a, a large swath. I mean, really, like, the Brian Gregory and the Kid Congo Powers era are really good and then one of my a really cool band i saw a number of years ago i have a live record by them the knoxville girls that's kind of the amalgamation of like kid congo from the cramps is in there but then bob burt who is in one of spencer's projects we'll just call them p galore for you know keeping it clean on the air um jerry teal who is in honeymoon killers is in there too so like you know stuff swampy kind of bluesy guys have been in the game for a long time it's kind of Personally, that's kind of my wheelhouse. I mean, I don't know. What about that um, unknown band that you like? The Rolling Hills? What are the Rolling? The Rolling, ro- rolling Rocks? What is it? The Rolling Blackout? Oh, yeah. I'm well, sorry. The Rolling Stones? <laughs> I think that's a pretty big sleazy influence on this band. <laughs> you know, with them, I could talk ad nauseum. Um, you know, everyone always looks at Exile. You know, it's like it's been so, like, canonized, but... There's some really nice moments for me, like on Beggar's Banquet, I've always taken a lot of inspiration from. Um, and believe it or not, some girls too. That's a great album. I'm I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, 
<laughs> and then I pretty much grew up listening to like you know punk rock and goth and like I kind of don't want to say stole but I was inspired by uh, Big Black for like my bass tone that's kind of what I was I just love bass heavy stuff like that and then um, as far as learning how to play bass I mean you know the Cure and Joy Division the riffs are always super simple which for someone like me it's kind of nice because I've got small hands and I've never learned how to play guitar so it just kind of <laughs> worked out so did you go to the Rolling Stones concert at Summerfest that's the big question no I didn't yeah. but John and I both were at the same show in 99 at the Bradley Center wow. that's the only time I saw him and that was a, a hell of a show they, they drew a lot off of some girls and mm-hmm. let it bleed for that show this show due to the internet even though I don't have a smartphone I got to see like the set list of what, what they're doing on this tour and wasn't that into it yeah mm-hmm. wasn't that sleazy <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not sleazy enough stones <laughs> so one more question about your, your album you did like a little collaboration with um daniel james and a lot of people in walking music know who daniel james is but maybe you can explain like what bands is he in and why did you collaborate with him on dead collision and do you plan to collaborate more that's a funny story um our original drummer left just because she wanted to do other things and then our second drummer moved and john's i think drummer number four so insert spinal tap jokes here. <laughs> so in the interim, Daniel James is in a band called Indonesian Junk. And when he was writing those songs, he wanted to learn how to play the drums. And we didn't have a drummer. So we just kind of let him play with us. And we actually did put out a four-song EP with him on it. And uh, he's, just, he's been a friend of ours for years. So, I mean, I've seen a million bands with him in it. As but, have I. Um, and then when we recorded the demo, he did some additional guitar on Dead on Collision and I think another song called Blacklisted and I actually incorporated his we don't have a second guitar player so we couldn't play it live so I kind of took his guitar solo and made a bass line out of it and gave him due credit because it's a killer riff oh, okay so that's and cool they're all great guys Indonesian Junk's great we played with them I think once or twice just once we played with them uh, Good Friday in Chicago actually we opened with for the weirdos with the, nope that was Ramalama that was with Ramalama he's in Ramalama too he's in mm-hmm. everything he's a little bit everywhere so <laughs> but yeah good friend for many years so nice. cool well uh, we should probably get you guys out to play some more music for yeah. us uh, <laughs> you want to give people your website quick where they can find your music uh, it's the holman.bandcamp.com okay and uh, I think everything's available to listen to. I think a lot of our old EPs are available for download for almost nothing. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah, everything's up online. So. All right, cool. Well, we're going to be right back with uh, some more live music from the Holman in just a moment. we got a couple messages. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Buzz. Since 1993, I've been hosting Buzz's Garage. It's a show featuring the coolest and weirdest garage and punk rock for listeners, not just on the mean streets of Milwaukee, but also out there in the endless vortex of the cyberspace, whether it's by the old masters or the young lions of lo-fi slop rock. You can spaz out to the music every Monday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Your respite from lame tunes, right here on WMSE. Hey, 
everybody. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Mario. I'm Jesse. And I'm Colin O. And we host The Pit here in WMSE every Friday from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. We play a mixture of all things punk rock, 70s punk, boy, American hardcore. Scandinavian hardcore. 80s hardcore. Japanese hardcore. DB. Anarcho. Proto-punk. UK-82. Power violence. Riot girl. Thrash. Street punk. Cross punk. Metal punk. Cow punk. Raw punk. Pogo punk. Drunk punk. New way. Pub rock. Punk and roll. Crossover. Poop boy clan. Mod rock. Troll punk. Youth crew. Dark horse. Peace punk. Punk pathetic. Wait, that's not even a joke. You made me sick. Whatever. For everything punk rock, just tune in every Friday morning, 3 a.m., or stream a download from archives at WMSC Origin. Hop in and do the time warp with the Von Mons Vinyl Variety Show every Thursday afternoon from 1230 to 3. We'll be jerking back and forth while the time warp goes back in time, stalls out in the present day, or even shoots us off into the future. Experience the true analog curve on your FM radio dial set to 91.7 FM in Milwaukee, or capture the ones and zeros over on the interwebs at WMSE.org. Thursday afternoons from 1230 to 3, I'm loosely supported 91.7 WMSE. Sending it back out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio one more time. Here are the Hallmen.
Supremacy, we have been the Hall Men. Thank you, Milwaukee. Hey, this is Michael Conan. You're listening to WMSE in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Circle. Triangle. Trapezoid. Hi, I'm Craig, host of The Shape of Rock, a show dedicated to bringing you your daily recommended dose of rock shapes every Tuesday morning from 6 to 9 in the a.m. Right here on 91.7 WMSE and at WMSE.org. What shape are you rocking today? It's a little bit funny This feeling inside those who can easily hide don't have much money all right, but all right we're back in the studio with the Holman for the Elton John segment of the program <laughs> and so for this is your song people don't know the band chooses something that has influenced them or something that they're really digging lately and we play a tune, and they uh, they tell us why they chose it. So tell us, why did you choose John Spencer Blues Explosion? You know, um, I, I got that when I was 19 years old. Like, geez, man, that was like 20 years ago already. Because um, I really got into a blues explosion. You know, American teenagers found the blues in the 60s through the Stones, and I actually got into the blues because of the blues explosion. I mean, I had a couple blues albums, but, you know, just their, the way they made, like, the blues and punk, like, mashed them together. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's no bass. And all right, we have a very, in this band, we have a very strong bass player. In that band, there's no bass, but you wouldn't really be able to tell upon first listen. You know, they were groovy, they were funky, they were friends of the Beastie Boys, you know. Um, I guess for me, the even before I really got into the Stones, like the Blues Explosion were like my Stones, because there were so many like elements with that band. John, you saw them at Marquette in '95, right? I did. It was a great show. Wow, how did I miss that? I think it was with the Breeders. Also great. Wow. Cool. You wouldn't see that. Never. <laughs> that lineup at Marquette these days, I don't think. Yeah, that's cool. So. You picked uh, the first track off of Extra with Afro. Why that one in particular? It's probably the best song on the album. <laughs> Jason's right. It probably is. And, like, I've always, and I think the guys will back me up on this. You know, when you listen to, like, a song or even a record, if it hits you in the first 30 seconds, just knocks you on your butt like that, you know, this is for you. The very first time, because I, I, I hadn't even heard them. I read about them in Guitar Player Magazine. I'm like, I got to check these guys out. Like, just you know, hearing the riff, it's like, oh yeah, this is my stuff. So <laughs> it's the first John Spencer song I ever heard too. 
And then um, back in 2001 or two, like when Mark and I first met and started talking about music, that was one of the bands that we kind of dorked out over. So. Oh. Hey, everyone. Very formative then. Yeah. Get All right. Ready. Let's give this a listen. John Spencer Blues Explosion Afro. This is your song, WMSE. edition of Local Live on WMSC was supported by a donation from The Garage on Arlington at Brady Street. Open daily at 11 a.m. and 10 a.m. on the weekends for brunch. The Garage offers an open and casual atmosphere with rotating craft beers on tap, seven HD screens for catching sporting events, burgers, wings, and an extensive outdoor patio. Information at garageonbrady.com. All right, thanks as always to The Garage, and thanks to everyone for tuning in, and thanks to the Holmen for coming in and being our guests on Local Live this week. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's one check on our bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. We like being a bucket list check. And uh, let everybody know right now that you are tuned into 91.7 FM WMSE, Milwaukee, a listener-supported broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. And what the heck, we'll give you a little weather since it's just gorgeous out there for August, right? 63 degrees. And tonight's going to be mostly cloudy with a low around 55. Tomorrow's going to be partly sunny with a high near 69. And tomorrow night will be mostly clear with a low around 56. Thursday, sunny with a high near 74. So there's your uh, there's your good news for the day. And uh, that's going to just about do it for us. We've got a little bit of business here. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE. Local Live is a production of WMSE Radio, recorded live and broadcast recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf, Cal Roach, and Don Moore, and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli. And hospitality for Local Live artists provided by the Milwaukee Pizza Company, who can be found at milwaukeepizzacompany.com, by Sprecher Brewing Company, more information at sprecherbrewery.com, Anodyne Coffee, who are found online at anodynecoffee.com. And for upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit WMSC.org. Also find us in iTunes. Uh, and tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. Uh, we'll be coming at you from the Todd Weir Conference Center at 1047 North Broadway. And uh, we invite you, if you are in the Milwaukee area, to stop on by. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. We have uh, Marielle Alschwang and her band. She will be performing from her brand new album and uh, Midwestern Charm will put on another hour-long set after uh, the radio segment's over. So a double header. So uh, that's at the Tadware Conference Center next Tuesday, September 1st. Doors are at 530. Quite the extravaganza. Holy cow. Hope you can all make it down there. Indeed. It's a back-to-school event here at MSOE. So hope to see you all, you kids. And thanks for tuning in, everybody. Stay tuned for Midnight Radio. We are out of here. We'll see you next week.